0: This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Owl podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode, 5
1: Centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the April 29th show in New Bedford, Massachusetts, at Zyterian Performing Arts Center from Weird Owl's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. <laughs> It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's
0: 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode 5 Centimeter. We are in well, we're not in New Bedford. We're in I think Seekonk, Massachusetts.
1: Seekonk. We were, we drove through like something called like New Hobo or something. I I don't know. We are we are for some reason we decided to stay at this place called the,
0: like the Shangri La Hotel, and it's like a half an hour away from New Bedford.
1: Yeah, so. it seemed us like five bucks though, so <laughs> it's <was> totally <laughs> worth the
0: the extra drive. And I would like to say it is two. We are recording immediately after the concert. We're in E-T- we are in Ethan. E- e- we are in Ethan's hotel room, <laughs> and it is finally two, you got it. <laughs> it is two oh seven a.m. Now right, it's two
1: oh eight. Right after.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just flipped right after the concert at the Zyterion Performing
1: Arts Center. Yeah, and there there was something that kept us at the venue a little bit longer uh, than we planned, so we'll get to that in due time. And actually, before we even get to any of the high drinks from today, um, Dave and I realized <laughs> there's a few things that we wanted to add to uh, three centimeter and four centimeter. So we're just going to go over them, um, maybe not in too much detail, but um, I'll start with three centimeter. Um, this is actually something that we didn't learn until I think right after, right after we finished yeah, right after we, we
0: finished recording three centimeter, we found out this amazing amazing fact that both Paul Rudd and Lynn Manuel Miranda
1: were in the audience at that Poughkeepsie, at the Poughkeepsie show. show. And, um, one, so there were weird Al and a few others have posted this really cool selfie with them and it's Al, it's, it's Paul, it's Lynn and it's two other guys. And I found one of the other guys, his name is Tom Kitt and he is this uber famous, um, you know, Broadway musician. He's written books and lyrics and Emmys and Grammys, all sorts of stuff. So, um, I think that's so cool that we were that's in very the presence cool. <laughs> of all of them, and and I think the coolest thing is they all heard our theme song. <laughs> <laughs> they all heard the premiere, the live premiere of Dave and Ethan's 2000
0: It's Out podcast theme song, which is pretty cool. You know, it's funny because, uh, you know, I don't generally you know like to mention this sort of stuff, but I guess this is relevant now. I saw Jay Levy after the concert, and he was hurting a whole bunch of people with, uh, with like you know Al's personal backstage passes on them and you know I didn't really take a look to see who they were but now it seems to me that it that must, have, must have been it must have Lynn, been manuel Miranda yeah. Paul Rudd and you know their, Tom Kidd Tom, Kitt Tom and Kitt, Kitt, their, else. yeah you know, their friends and family so that's pretty cool you know I walked right past them and didn't even
1: know <laughs> right because they're wearing hats and masks and you know we weren't you know trying to figure it out but maybe we should if we're, if we're near in New York um so um also wanted to mention a few things from four centimeters. Yeah, so <laughs>
0: Four centimeter. Uh, all right, so I, I asked you guys to do me a favor and track something, which was I asked the, you to track me what my what the my favorite song of the evening was, and then I
1: never told you what my favorite song of the evening was until immediately after. And, and so, I, I want to point out that I was the one who noticed this, even after in the episode I jokingly said, "Dave, I don't care, I don't care what your favorite song was." i did care and i did ask him so dave so there's a giant
0: hole in in the in the spreadsheet right now (laughs) as to what my favorite song was in albany and maybe surprisingly it was the cover version of eight six seven five three oh nine jenny wow so that makes that is the second time i've had a the weird al cover be my favorite song in a row, in a row. <laughs> of course, the first one was Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast theme yeah, song cover, of and course. then eight six seven five three zero nine. Jenny was was my favorite song of the evening, Man. and I know it's controversial that it's not. Yeah, maybe Al will finally write a alpha. song you like, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting forty years for him to write something that I actually <laughs> like that he he actually wrote. Yeah, but no. Uh, so that was my favorite
1: performance. I had that song stuck in my mind uh, for. Yeah. No, that was, it was a great performance. It was yeah. a good cover. And I wanted to mention, and maybe there's even others that, that we're forgetting, but um, right as we got to, right, right as we got in our parking spot at the Egg, we ran into Drew Jacobs. He's a <laughs> friend of mine. He's a really funny comedy musician um, who's been featured on the Dr. Demento yes. show. And, um it was really cool uh, to run into him, and, and uh, we both sort of pulled into the spot at the same time. So I think we we're both hoping for a pull through. And I was both... going to say you, you. I was going to
0: say when you said we ran into him, we almost literally ran into him because it was one of those things where you know the you're, you're the the cars on the other side, and you you pull in and you generally pull through so that it's easier for you to get out. <laughs> right. Well, I think you both both of you had the same exact idea, and you at pulled the same into time. the same spot, and you're both going to pull through, <laughs> and then you're like, "What's going on with this guy?" and then and then yeah, it turned out to like, we oh. we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably saying the same thing. What is this idiot doing?
1: Um I want to point out this is a fun fact. I don't know if this will mean anything to you, Dave, but I'm sure some of the people listening will. Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I am friends with um Nora Lum, aka Aquafina, and I did a show with her a few years ago. Um, before she won the Golden Globe and all that stuff. Right. And um, we actually, uh, for the comedy show, we hired Drew Jacobs. And so he opened for Aquafina on awesome. my show, which that was is really awesome. cool. That was awesome. Um, yeah, it was great. It was, she wanted, um, she didn't want straight stand-up just opening. She wanted some kind of comedy music. And, uh, you know, Ethan Christian and the Eligible Spatulars didn't exist yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. No, but it was really cool to, to get to give him that gig and now it means a whole lot more than it did. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, Ethan, I gotta call you out on something. Okay. Okay. All right. So
0: back on episode two centimeter where we were going through all the merchandise, you had a specific issue with some of these shirts, specifically the fact that uh Weird Al was not in quotes. And you made a promise to <laughs> our listening a couple audiences <laughs> that you would check the shirts at every show and see if it had been corrected and if it wasn't you would talk about it on the podcast and now we're up on episode five centimeter the pa- <laughs> two centimeters where we've done contra reviews and you've not mentioned this once so what is going on here are oh you are you, have you forgiven oh
1: have you forgiven it is this, uh,
0: is this a, still an issue for
1: you well I think we've mentioned this, and, and I, I hope to fully address it there, but um, we mentioned that we want to do a follow-up merch episode. So I want to follow up and, and uh, give some updates on my feelings um, in that episode, so I won't go into it right now. But um, I'm still upset that the quotes aren't there, but maybe I'm not quite as upset. So
0: Okay, so that's a <laughs> so good teaser it's a good for teaser. when
1: we do eventually do that episode about merchandise, because
0: some... Some information has come to light, and and we yes, will ta- tell we'll, you all about. We'll talk it. about
1: it, and, and uh, that may have changed or altered my my uh, my feelings on the matter. And I also want to just for the record, um, the shirts have not changed. Uh, I, I have been kind of checking. Oh, actually, I didn't check tonight. Uh, so they could have added the quotes. You. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did not add the quotes. They're not. I don't think they're going to add the quotes. So I, I don't know that I need to mention it. You can just go through all of the shows and just say they did not add the quotes at this point <laughs> for the spreadsheet. Um, although, you know, who knows? <laughs> and I guess,
0: I guess uh, we probably won't point it out until it actually happens, but there's still 131 dates on the back of the tour shirt. They yes. Did not add any additional dates, even though we're pretty sure there's going to be 133 shows eventually announced. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and whether they even update the, the shirt the other night, print. emo referred to 133. So right. I think if they had officially not, you know, canceled those shows, the plans, <laughs> they probably would have said something. All right. All right. Have we caught up? Uh, I think we've aired all the dirty laundry. Now we can. <laughs> now we can
0: actually air some dirty laundry. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, great. So. Um, We went and saw a show. All right, third one. Okay, thanks everyone. So
0: I got to talk a little bit. So New Bedford, uh, for me, I had to go home after Albany, take care of some stuff at home. Uh, So I drove back to New Jersey, and then I drove up this this morning, or I guess yesterday morning, technically, to New Bedford. I didn't realize it was quite as far as it was. It took. I'm bleeding. Yikes! (laughs) (laughs) I
1: didn't do it. You sure?
0: How did that happen? I don't know.
1: It's not dripping from the ceiling, is it? (laughs) Yeah, this place we're staying at. I almost just scratched my arm.
0: Okay. This place we're staying at is a little bit. I have to take a little issue with Frank booking us in this place. Yeah. It's not quite as nice as the last two places that I, (laughs) I stayed at.
1: Uh, so Sorry to interrupt, Dave, but this is a, a no-edit, uh, no-holds-barred no episode, so if I notice something, I'm going to say something, <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to work on getting this blood out while you uh <laughs> Just a little of drip on me, please. <laughs>
0: so, uh, don't let drip on my brand new Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so New Bedford uh, is a little further away than I thought it was. It's... Uh, about four and a half hours. Uh, we got up here about eh, four o'clock or so. Um, it was, you know, nice drive. Uh, the plan was to meet up with, uh, our friends, uh, Steven sky who live in Rhode Island. And then we. the way
1: that you said that made it sound like you're, you have a friend named Steven sky. <laughs> oh no. Steve. <laughs>
0: <and> Ampersand.
1: <laughs> Ampersand
0: <laughs> sky. Steven sky are a married couple. Uh, And they live in Rhode Island. And then uh, we also got – we had made plans to meet up with uh, Jacinta and, ampersand, Alexis, (laughs) who are friends. They're not married. Oh, did Uh, they go
1: to uh, dinner with you guys? Yeah, they came to
0: dinner with us. Oh, I didn't know that. So there was this whole um, fiasco, Sky – so the short of it, Sky was supposed to make reservations, supposed to find a place to eat and make reservations. Sky's a vegetarian, so, you know – and most local to the area, so we put her in charge
1: and uh, make yourself happy. That's right. Make yourself
0: find a place. You deal with it. We're driving four and a half hours to get here. <laughs> so, uh, so she found a place, this Thai place, and then, then she called and they didn't open till four o'clock. So she called them at four o'clock and they're like, "Yeah, we don't have any dining here." So then she panicked mm. and then she found some other place, some like burrito place. It wasn't burrito burrito, some like Mexican <laughs> place and and uh, somehow you know there was I don't know I guess they didn't take reservations or something and but she had decided to go there anyway and sure of it was we got there and they're like yeah it's like a 40 Uh, Jacinta actually got there first and said yeah there's no reservations we don't do reservations and then uh, it's a 40 minute wait and we didn't have time to wait 40 minutes just to get seated right so Jacinta found us this place directly across the street called the Poor Farm Tavern, P-O-U-R for Farm Tavern. And I'm mentioning it because it was incredible. It, the, the staff there was incredibly nice. And uh, this is free promotion for them. They did not pay me to say this. <laughs> they did not sponsor us. The, the, the Poor Farm Tavern, great the, place. The menu well, was... How was, do you
1: know they didn't recognize you? And they're like, all right, but if we give him, well, this guy because, good service. Because what happened was, uh, Jacinta's like,
0: we need... We need to. We need a place to to sit, or we need a place to eat, and um, you know we needed immediately. And they're like, "Come over, we'll we'll figure it out." And they fortunately we had to sit separately. Um, it was Jackie, Sky, Steve, and myself at one table, and then Jacinta and Alexis were sitting at a different table. But they were able to seat us, and their menu had quite a few. Um, Weird owl references on it, unintentionally. There was actually... There really was. I sent Ethan a, a text of this while he was driving. So hopefully he stopped, pulled over to rest at a text area, and read my text.
1: That's Yeah, that's why I wasn't able to make dinner. All these text messages <laughs> you're sending me. Uh, it, they actually had a bologna sandwich, <laughs> which... I had to order. I wasn't sure. I'm not I'm
0: not really a big fan of bologna, but I mean, if you if you're going to a Weird Al concert and there's a
1: bologna sandwich on the menu, you did she did she, did the the waitress come back and be like, whose is this? And you're like, it's my bologna. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much okay. Um, and then uh, I wasn't sure if I
0: liked the bologna sandwich, so I also ordered my. I wanted to order. They had hot dogs, so I want to order a hot dog. Because number one, I'm wearing the Weird Al Hawaiian t shirt, I'm the Hawaiian button down shirt, button up shirt, button down shirt, button no button shirt. You're rambling, Dave. Get to the point. (laughs) There's a hot dog on it, a Twinkie Wiener sandwich on it. So I had to order a hot dog as well. Uh, But I didn't just order
1: any hot dog, I ordered a
0: cheese dog because there's cheese on the Twinkie Wiener sandwich.
1: All right, that's a little bit of a stretch, but I'll, I'll still give it to you, Dave. I'm glad you, you went Weird Al-themed. The the, the, yes, it was totally Weird <laughs> al theme. The cheese
0: the cheese dog was great. The bologna sandwich was... was It was actually better than I thought it was. I'm not sure if I would ever order a bologna sandwich. Not it was better than
1: you thought it was or you thought it would be? Better than... I don't know what did I say. You said it was better than I thought it was. And that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, did I mention
0: it's two o'clock in the morning and I drove five hours to get here? So it's uh it was better than I was expecting it to be. Okay. All it was right. very good. Uh, it was I don't know if it was very good, but I don't know if I would order a Bologna sandwich again. <laughs> Not necessarily because
1: this place didn't make it good, just because I don't know, it wasn't my my I'm so glad our, our listeners are getting to hear all about your, your dinner. And... Well, it's, a, it's Weird Out related <laughs> if I did not report it. It's been like 15 minutes about your bologna sandwich, Dave. All right. got to talk about what I had for dinner. <laughs> oh, I didn't have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we can skip it. <laughs> all right, so. Yeah, so I, I had to work a little bit later. Uh, I would have had to leave super early. Uh, it was supposed to be about three hours for me to get here and ended up taking closer to like three and a half, three, three just with traffic and, uh, and everything. So, um, by the time I got in, it was late enough that I had to go straight to the venue. Um, and as I'm driving, uh, before I left, I was like, all right, because I'm going to three shows this weekend before, you know, before I go back home. Um, and I was like, all right, Jacinta has my ticket for, uh, Hampton beach. It's like, I, I, I think it's just a digital ticket for Orno, And then I looked at the spreadsheet and it said Dave had purchased the tickets for New Bedford. So I was like, okay, Dave has my ticket. Uh, and then after I got about half an hour away from my house, I realized that, oh, Dave gave me all my tickets the other day. <laughs> so uh, so Dave, you you somehow were able to get me uh, a reprint of my ticket. Yeah, I got to say shout
0: out to the Zyterion uh, Theater box office because uh, – I walked into the box office and I said, "Uh, sorry to do this to you, but I need one of my tickets reprinted. And they said, oh, yeah, not not a problem at all. No problem. And then uh, they said, can I see your ID, you know, to make sure I really did purchase (laughs) the tickets. And I handed the the woman my ID and, like, she took an envelope out. She opened up the envelope and she gave me the ticket. (laughs) And she said... It's a magic trick. I was like, wait, what just happened? You know, because she didn't print
1: anything. She just had them. She just had the tickets. You had your tickets. and I I had my tickets. You gave me my ticket. I just forgot it. I said to... So I said, wait, wait, what?
0: (laughs) And And then she said, oh, I noticed that you were coming in from New Jersey. So I automatically reprinted your ticket just in case there was a problem. Wow. So she somehow... She somehow was on top of the game. She was anticipating... She's a mind reader for this. crying out loud. Yeah, so it was incredible. Shout out to the Zyterion uh, Theater box office. That's awesome. That was awesome. I never saw anything... Like, just... There's, like, no chance I would have gotten there if, if uh, you know, Ethan hadn't forgotten his <laughs> ticket, but they were prepared for that situation.
1: That was pretty stinking majestic. <laughs> That's so great. Well, um... So, I, I got to the, the venue and I, I saw a lot of street parking. And then I like tried, I was like, oh, well, I want to drive by the venue and just because you don't want to grab the first spot you see, you want to make sure, you know. So, I um, drove by, but then I was just like, oh, I'll just pay the four bucks and I'll park there. So, <laughs> as I drive in, I'm giving the guy, it's cash only, I hand him a 20. I'm like, oh, sorry, this is as low, small as I got. Uh, you know, that's, of course, a first world problem, right? Enough change. Uh, so, I, as the guy's counting my change, I hear. It's all about the Pentiums playing, and I'm like, I, and my car wasn't playing it, my phone wasn't <laughs> playing it. I was like, "Are you listening to Weird Al?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "You going to the show?" He's like, "No." So Aww. I felt so bad for the guy. I was like, "Well, why, you, you can still go. You're here." <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, it was sold out." Uh, and I guess he was working. So I hope he was working. I hope I didn't just pay some <laughs> random guy. Maybe that's a great idea though. Just put, like put up a sign. See? Parking for dollars. dollars. You only need a couple people to park, and then you just go buy a ticket. <laughs> buy a ticket. <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe maybe best case scenario, that's what happened, and the guy got to see the show. Maybe, I, you know, maybe. It, it was, I felt bad. So it it's funny,
0: uh, you mentioned you didn't want to grab the first spot you saw. So I grabbed the first spot I saw, which was directly across the street from the theater.
1: Yeah, that was, that was probably a good call, Dave. So. Uh, I saw your spot. That was a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great spot. <laughs> I had a great spot, and maybe...
0: Well, if I remember to mention this at the end of the concert, I'll tell a little bit about what happened in front of my parking spot. Okay. At the end of this okay. review.
1: Yeah, we we have a lot to cover. So, um, so I I uh, I found you guys. I, I got my ticket, and we went in. And first thing, of course, what we do is we check the merchandise, yeah. and uh, notice that there was no uh, Jim or Steve CDs. There mm-hmm. was no lunchbox like we saw in Albany. And Marnie confirmed it was just a smaller um, merch space. Yeah, it
0: was a very tiny space. There. So and they were like crammed in like this little closet or yeah. something. It was it was not a lot of room. So really.
1: I, I think really um, what that means is the core stuff that you can pre-order on the you know the Weird Al site. That's what they're going to have for sure at your show. Um, and then if there's just more space, they will add some stuff, maybe yeah. some old stuff or posters or whatever. So um, I did not see a Hawaiian shirt. No, I didn't see Hawaiian sure I still didn't, you know, they still don't have the shoelaces. Um, so I'm sure those are um, still on their way. Yep. But always cool to see. Actually, um, I did pick up another copy of, of us uh, John's book, even though I already have like 12 copies. I, I want to get one signed, and um, I didn't bring one with me. So I was like, I'm just going to buy it tonight just in case I get to see anyone. And, um, yeah, so that's all I bought. And then I went to the snack line. And I'm waiting in line, and I see an advertisement for tonight's specialty drink, the Amish Paradise. And Dave, if you remember when I worked at Proctor's and I got to make the the drink list for the VIP party, I had a drink called Amish Paradise, and it was just a bottle of water. Um, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But this one, the Amish Paradise was... A light and fresh mix of Captain Morgan's spiced rum and ginger ale, a splash of blue caraco garnished with a lime.
0: Ooh, sounds fancy.
1: Yeah, I don't know really what any of those words are. That I, You know, I've, I've heard of ginger ale and spiced rum. I don't know what blue caraco is or what a... <laughs> lime is but uh so i, I got one yep. and um it didn't taste like anything it just was like it was like watered down it tasted water. like water and food coloring or something <laughs> you smelled it baby. you said I, did, you didn't smell any i smelled alcohol. it. i did not smell any alcohol in it.
0: i did not try it because it supposedly had alcohol in it but <laughs> i
1: did see her pour something in it
0: um, but it did not smell like it
1: had any alcohol in it um but it was blue it, it was, was blue which has nothing to do with Amish Paradise, I, well, but
0: it was blue. I think they just took their standard, like, watered-down drink <laughs> <Yeah>. and just, <laughs> just re- like, named it Amish Paradise because it was the first Weird Al song they could think of. You're right.
1: <laughs> or it's the first one that came up on Google. Search an A. <laughs> um, so, uh, anything else before we went and sat down? Um, I guess, no, well, we will. you mentioned some of the people we saw. Um, we also got to see our good friend Johnny O'Hearn and his uh, girlfriend, Heather, who's a Patreon supporter. Hello, Heather. Shout out, Heather. And um, she they gave us these really cool pins. Um, I don't know if you have them with you, Dave. I don't have them with me, but I do have a picture of them. I uh, yeah. She, they only had she only had one set left. So um, since I'm going to see them again this weekend, they're going to get me some more. Um, so Dave Dave got to keep this set. Um, so there were three
0: pins that that Johnny and Heather gave us. <laughs> the first one: mashed potatoes can be your friends. Dare to be stupid with a picture <laughs> of mashed potatoes and a giant pad of butter on top of it. it Very they, cool. Like,
1: these
0: are these are like well done. Really, really well designed. Yeah. Professional. They're amazing. Uh, a Colonel Sanders floating head. Everything you know is wrong. The second pin, <laughs> love that, love that. And then the third pin, perhaps the best one. Yes. Beware of Frank. <laughs> and and it, and it has, for some reason, Weird Al wearing a you know, one of those masks, Groucho Marx grouch, uh, Groucho Marks mask with the big nose <laughs> and the fake mustache and bushy eyebrows. Yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Beware of Frank. So, for some reason, I mean, that's
1: that's a good warning, regardless of what the picture may be, yeah, or what Frank may look like. Um, really, you don't want to see what Frank looks like. Dave and I trust us, we, we you don't want to trust see us.
0: A Groucho Mark's mask would, would, would much improve his appearance, yes. His oh, yeah, appearance.
1: yes. Um, so those are those super cool. Um, and I guess it's also, uh, without revealing what it is. Um, we do have a new sticker that we uh, were able to premiere tonight and uh, hand out to everyone that we got to see. So I think um, let's let people be surprised. I'm sure someone will post it in the group eventually. Uh, Or if not, if you see us on the road, we'll give you one. Um, But yeah, they came out really nice, these these new stickers. Brand new,
0: fresh off the press. Fresh off
1: the press. Everyone who got one was like so excited about it. They're cool. They are cool. Um, So we sat down and we were, what, second row? We're
0: second row. This was yeah. We're second row off on Steve's side of this stage. Anyone yeah, finally keep I, I track
1: of that had not been on. Yeah, that is a good thing to, to uh, track. Uh, please go back and re-listen to three centimeter, four <laughs> centimeter. <laughs> we're <sit> out. I'll <laughs> save you. Trouble. We're sitting in
0: the center for three centimeter. We're sitting on the right for four centimeter. I mean, uh, left, center. So we were sitting <laughs> sitting in the direct in front in Al's side of the
1: stage. Yeah. So for for, for, for Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie was Al. Uh, Albany, Albany was Jim, Jim, and New Bedford it was Steve. There you go. We did all the work for you. <laughs> so this was, um, yeah, so the first one of the tour, uh, sitting on Steve's yeah. side. So it was a brand new perspective. Yep. Um, but, of course, before we got to see Steve, it was time to see Emo. And, um, again, JW was the one to introduce him. Yep. And um, instead of his Jeopardy outfit, he came out in <laughs> just a, was it like a Hellraiser T-shirt? Um. Who, yeah, I, I wasn't looking at it. Okay, shirt, so i <laughs> I did not write that down. I, I don't know. If I we're know tracking, you're tracking yeah, JW's well. clothing options. <laughs> Maybe I didn't sure. realize we were. <laughs> um. So he introduced emo with the uh, the normal intro. Emo came out uh, with no beverage for those of you keeping track. And um, 802. 8.02 and start time for this for this concert was advertised eight p.m. Two well, minutes. They they gypped us sort of two minutes. Uh. Interestingly, so emo. There's quite a few new, quite a few new jokes. I yeah,
0: never seen. definitely yeah. So, definitely some that were written since last time, just due to the content of them. Yeah, uh, but uh, I thought he had a great set. He yeah, had a great set. It, yeah. very funny. Uh, very funny. Very good set. Uh, and um, 25 minute set this time. It ended at 8:27.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the the first two shows that we saw, he did 30. So I don't know if that was intentional or, or what, but um, we'll, we'll keep tracking. And maybe that's a spreadsheet worthy thing. How long does email perform? <laughs> um, so he left the state, you said, at 827. Yep. Um, and then we went over. I mean, this was a little bit out of order, but th-
0: th- at this point is when we went over and said hi to Johnny and Heather.
1: I thought he gave us the pins right before He did. Emo. He did before emo, but then, okay, we, but then, then we, that's went we went over and we went to talk went to, them. Okay. Talked to
0: them. Okay. talk to them. Um, so uh, I got to just point out, I, I, I don't want to track everyone's clothing on this podcast, but Johnny had on <laughs> why the, not? the amazing, Johnny, Johnny and Heather were decked in, in a... Podcast merchandise. Yes. Johnny had on a red shirt for Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast. I love that color shirt. I yeah, love that the shirt. The red
1: shirt with the white, um, yeah, the, the white, white only right, logo. Yep.
0: And that one. Available on shop.2000inch.com.
1: Yes. And that shirt originally, if you remember, was printed. Uh, that was the variation we gave Al when we gave everyone in the band and crew on the strings attached to her. We gave everyone uh black shirt white writing and then we gave al a red shirt um white writing yep. and i think Mar- sh- marnie got a different color too i can't remember
0: yeah marnie asked for a different color too yes i don't remember her color i got the red shirt as well it was Yeah, it's so it my I'd, favorite color
1: yeah i have that too and my brother don has it and he wore it he wore to, that that's right he wore to, that in um, albany. yeah in albany i guess we are tracking everyone's t-shirts <laughs> and heather, heather had
0: on so heather was our 27th patreon supporter Yeah. so she was the one that won that special exclusive one time only t-shirt. never will be printed again t-shirt
1: <laughs> that i'm so jealous of because it's so funny and cool let's yeah. see if i can uh, find a picture of her wearing it i didn't take one tonight of her shirt but i know we've posted it in the past so yeah so while well, ethan looks that up uh i don't want to get the wording wrong it says um I was the twenty seventh Patreon supporter of Dave and Ethan's two thousand inch Weird Al podcast, and all I got was this pretty stinking majestic T shirt. That's right, so cool. She was she was rocking it, and uh, it was great to meet her. I'd, yeah. I'd never met her I'd before. Met She's her been a, um, a you know a big supporter of ours and uh, supporter of Johnny. So we uh, it was great to meet her. Yep, yeah, indeed.
0: All right, so I wrote down the start time, but I don't think I wrote down the stop sign, the stop time, but it will, maybe maybe it's in my notes somewhere. The start time, 8.49, Bermuda
1: came out on stage. Hmm, okay. So just about 20, 22 minutes. Hmm. Um, so pretty standard amount of time if you're debating on waiting in line for the bathroom or grab a, you know, merchandise item. 8.49,
0: Bermuda comes on stage, followed by the rest of the band without Al. Um Bermuda sits down, bangs on the drums, Fun Zone. Fun Zone. Fun Zone
1: starts the show off again. I feel like I don't... I, I haven't looked at the at Brad's spreadsheet from 2018, but is Fun Zone a song they ever play not first? I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's kind of... It would be weird for Al to leave the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he could do the hey parts, but... Um, yeah, Fun Zone. Let's see if I'm trying to... Um, to see, I, I had a lot of trouble with my pens tonight. Oh. <laughs> I always just like I, I have a particular uh, set that I carry in my pockets of of you know my headphones, my my, uh, my knife, my my uh, pens, my sharpie, my phone, uh, keys, and so I, I always carry two pens, and then I have a third pen that I've been bringing with me to these shows. And my first two pens failed. So luckily I had three pens because you can see all these scribble marks of me trying to get the pen to work. Um, So since we're reporting on people's clothing,
0: Weird Al is wearing a black shirt with pink flowers and green leaves. His Hawaiian shirt. I think he's worn this one before. Yeah. It looks very
1: familiar to me. It looks familiar to me. Um, One thing that we haven't mentioned that I... um, I feel like we probably should have for the first concert. Is Bermuda is behind that uh, plastic sort of cage, yeah, like a plexiglass that cage, he yeah. had for the strings attached to her. Yeah. Um, and it is—I don't know if it's smudged or just like kind of scratched up, but there's definitely like some glare and stuff. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard.
0: It's usually hard to see Bermuda at a concert anyway because he's behind the drums. It's very hard to see him. Yeah, it with, it's extra this, hard
1: to yes. see Bermuda at all. But um, I was really excited because this is the first night I could actually see Ruben. That's right. <laughs> so it was really great to watch Ruben. And uh, we'll have more on Ruben um, as we go on, I'm sure. Uh, after Funzo. Well, our
0: seats were great. Our oh, seats yes. were great. Oh, yeah. However, I do want to mention that <laughs> that we were sitting, I guess, so close to stage that one of the lights that shines out for the audience was shining, like, directly on us. Like, every time it came on, they needed to, like, light up the audience for a reason. It was a bright light, and I could actually feel the heat off of oh, it. Oh, wow. It was hot, bright light. I don't so. think I felt it. I must have been, like, you know... Oh, it must have been pointed a, directly yeah, at me, it, because
1: cause it's, like, I could... Feel, it wasn't, like, burning, like, I,
0: I uncomfortable, but yeah, I could feel the heat off of that light. You didn't light. get a tan,
1: like, yeah. in, when you stick your head in the
0: microwave. Yes, but so I just important to note that, you know, throughout the show, I was blinded temporarily and temporarily <laughs> and then heated up for a millisecond or two.
1: Centimeter. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, so after Fun Zone, we had a new song for this tour. Um, I didn't, you know, we probably should just look and see if it's <laughs> new to uh, the, um, the Vanity format or not. But um, we we hadn't heard it the last two shows. No, yes, indeed. So
0: uh, for those tracking what Weird Al says at the beginning of each show, he said, Hello, New Bedford. Oh. Then uh, First World Problems was the (laughs) song that Ethan was hinting at but not telling us what it is. Um, I kind of say that. uh, Interesting. Good, Good to see First World Problems. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm trying I to check to see seen if it was on the last tour. I don't think we've seen it since the uh, mandatory fund tour.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was on the last... Um, I could be wrong. Uh, sorry if I'm wrong. If I am wrong, track that. <laughs> yes, check <indeed. laughs> that. First world problems, and again, uh, what was uh, what was? Um, I was looking around because you know the there's like kind of a response like first world, first world, you know. And um, it was Bermuda who was doing the uh, the response vocals. Cool. I was like, I was watching Jim, and I was like, I hear it, but I don't see his mouth moving. <laughs> I looked at Steve, and process of elimination, I was yeah. able to. Uh, I was like trying to like if I if I squinted and like bent my head, I could kind of see Bermuda's chin moving. Uh, that's, that's about as much of information as I can see tonight. Um, so yeah, that was really cool to get to see that. And then it was after first world problems that, um, uh, Al gave the emo shout out. Yep. That was How really... are
0: you doing? Can we hear it for emo? He's like a syphilitic, syphilitic uncle I never had, <laughs> which was an odd choice, but maybe true. I loved it.
1: <laughs> um, I also wanted to mention that, um, I for whatever reason I, I feel the need to mention that I did see the yellow square again and I, I believe it's the same yellow square. I, I don't think it has changed. I did <laughs> You didn't see it? Oh I did see the square. I did not see
0: the color of it. Okay. So for you it's yellow. For me I'm still saying it was green. And Even I Even though you didn't see it. <laughs> well it was green the first show. I mean No it wasn't. It was yellow. It was green. All right. And then uh and then I did see the green rectangle next to
1: Jim was still there. I, I didn't even look for that. So. You can mark it down as I didn't even look for it. So, the, so <laughs> I, it was able, my
0: confirmation, since I hadn't seen it on the last show, then both of them together. I've seen them both together in the same room. So, it's not like a Clark Kent Got Superman it. thing. Got it. They, they, they're independent of each other.
1: I did notice um, far left um, from the audience perspective on the stage. Far far Jim's side. Thank you. Um, that's the easiest way. So, you don't have to, you know specify uh i did see like a sticker and it looked like it may have been from the first vanity tour um a big sticker that said weird al and i could just it looked like weird al was in that kind of crumbly cracking font so I've, i'd like to look at that closer but uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for it okay so the next song i was so excited when um when uh, it was um your horoscope for today because i remember johnny telling me that this was one of the songs he really wanted to to hear at this show, so I, I was really excited that he got to hear it, and I was also really excited because I love this song. So it was great <laughs> to uh, great to see again. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Uh, a little introduction to it, you know
0: how there's, you don't need to work, get a newspaper because it's Weird Al's gonna be your public servant, and then he told us he was gonna tell us our horoscope for today. Um, <laughs> I did at this point, I took the time to note, since I, I, guess, I guess we are reporting on everyone's clothing options. Um, Jim had on uh, this really cool, like, um, sort of shiny black shirt on, and his pants, the pants he was wearing, he had these little like silver dots going down like like little like rivets or something going down the side of his his pants. <laughs> Don't I remember seeing Jim wear, wear something like that before? I thought it looked
1: very nice on him. Um, I remember it from the last two shows. No, oh, I w- wasn't looking at... I think that's Jim's, like, stage costume. Oh, worth pointing out. And Steve had on sunglasses. He did. He did have sunglasses. Um, for Horoscope, I was just sort of, you know, I had a much better view of, of uh, Ruben, so I could kind of look at the guys more and... Um, I noticed that, in general, Steve is is usually... His default is, like, very happy, smiley. Whereas, Jim and Ruben are more concentrating uh, faces. So, Steve's just up there having a great time. I'm sure they're all having a great time, but Steve Steve shows it uh, on his face. Um, I also um, remembered from the first time we got to see Horoscope, um, you know, Al doing that big breath in the middle of that long, fast part. And um, I could... Tell this night that Jim actually is singing that with him. Nice. Jim was joining him on that. Um, Nice. Good observation. observation. I didn't notice that before. Um, So then, the most important, um, (laughs) (laughs) the most uh, important moment of the entire evening happened next. Oh, from from Ruben's perspective, uh, this is. um, I decided to yell El Maestro, and you know I don't want to heckle and you know speak over Al or something like I would never want to do that. So I had the idea. I saw Al go to take a sip of water. So as soon as Al started to take a sip of water, that's when I yelled, Al Maestro, because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to interrupt Al if I do it then. And uh, it seemed to work because <laughs> when I yelled, Al Maestro, Ruben like kind of whipped his head like yeah. he, he heard it. He and, heard it. He, he clearly like, heard it. It took it. him a second to like, like he's like, did I hear that? And then when he realized he heard it, he had a huge smile on his face. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I I would say Ruben heard that immediately, and then it
0: was funny because after you uh, after you ha- after that whole moment happened, somebody else yelled El Maestro. Yes, and,
1: <laughs> and it was uh, Jacinta. I was able to learn later, and she said that she did not hear me. That's so right. She just um, coincidentally coincidentally chose the exact same time <laughs> or, or moments later to yell at El Maestro,
0: and then Weird Al said, uh, "Let me introduce you to the newest member of the band." And uh, introduced <laughs> El Maestro, although he didn't say El Maestro, he introduced Ruben.
1: And uh, for a very Ruben heavy yes. song, um, Why Does This Always Happen to Me? Yep, why does this always happen to me? And let me, <laughs> at one
0: point, uh, on I guess the first show, we mentioned how there were so many songs that had very short titles in it. And since I was live tweeting this one again, I noticed that very quickly that there a lot of songs <laughs> with a lot of a words. lot of really a lot of words in the title. So uh, why does this always happen to me? Um,
1: yeah, another one of those. Yeah, another one, yeah. So I don't know if you heard, but there were, there was like a couple people like right behind me that kept like shouting out very odd stuff. Did you catch any of those? No. So it was at this point, um, right as uh, the song was starting, I heard a guy go weird al is smooth weird he's so smooth though <laughs> oh, <laughs> what does that mean I, uh, I, I wrote down a few other times where they they said something uh, so I'll try and point that out as we get there so you can have <laughs> right. the same experience I did um, during this song um, a I noticed a photographer come out with a, an all access badge and was standing on the far Steve side kind of um, the frontmost and side most part of the state and was shooting photos. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's wearing actually,
0: uh, one of the hooded sweatshirts. Yes. Yeah. The,
1: the hoodie from this tour. Yeah. Um, and I also just wanted to, um, I, am sure I mentioned this, but I, I got to play this song for William Shatner. Why does this always happen to me? Um, on my, uh, my nine hour car <laughs> trip with him a few weeks ago. And, um, the reason that we listen to this song in particular is because William Shatner is a collaborator with Ben Folds, and they actually had a show tonight. Oh, and I uh, wanted to um, uh, just give them a shout out. I doubt either of them are listening, uh, but they were at the Kennedy Center uh, doing doing um, a collaboration of uh, Ben Folds' music and William Shatner's poetry. Um, wow, that poetry. Sounds incredible. So, I know, I wish we could go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess Ben Folds does, um, he like curates a series at the Kennedy Center. So uh, I know you're going to the Kennedy Center to see Al later this tour, yes. Dave. So um, I, w- I just wanted to bring that up because I, I thought it was cool and the, the coincidence that tonight um, they were together performing uh, down in DC. Nice. Yeah, so...
0: Uh... Of course, Ruben's got the really nice little solo in that song as well. Gets to show off his uh, his amazing yes, keyboard, yes. keyboard playing. So then Al said that uh, at this point Al noticed that you know his accordion was on stage. He said, "This is kind of like Chekhov's accordion. It's been here the whole time, <laughs> and I'm never going to use it." And but then he picked it up and he used <laughs> it. And, he used it.
1: Um, and then he he uh, he went into. Um, horrifically violent songs that's what <laughs> yeah, i've written down <laughs> yeah he said that uh, a lot of the songs tonight already have been uh, horrifically violent and uh, he he was gonna keep that streak going he said <laughs> it was a a violent rock block um <laughs> so uh, he went into a, uh, what i was so thrilled because i love all the songs on bad hair day it was i remember larry yeah i remember larry uh, which was really great. I, I was so happy to hear that. That was a new one for this tour. Um, and what did I, I didn't really write anything
0: down. I just The only thing that I, well, I wrote a couple things down, and one of them, and I can't really confirm this, but I felt like at one point Al sort of lost his place in the song, and there was a little slight lyric flub. Oh, really? Yeah, and I didn't write down which point that was. But I did I did hear like Al sort of stumble over a few words near near the beginning of the song. Um I have to point it out, you know, we have to be uh point out what we see on this podcast, on these reviews. the other Sorry, thing I help. did notice that uh um and maybe I was just, just heard it wrong, who knows? <laughs> but uh the other point that I noticed out is that at the end of the song, you know how he goes, I remember Larry, you know, um Remember 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 that part you know Yeah um I really really enjoyed the vocalization of that this evening I thought it was, oh, it was It was great incredible yeah. I, I saw, so I I had to write that down So shout out to Al on that one for for that part specifically
1: Yeah and it's I think I've definitely said it before but it's it's really great on these sorts of tours because you really get to hear um the band doing their the backup vocals instead of like a recorded track and it's just it's so nice to hear them um, so after this song ended, uh, someone, that same person said, that is Al Yankovic. Oh, <laughs> thank, I, thank I, you. I, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Wasn't sure. Uh, <laughs> um, this is also where I, I did acknowledge that Steve was wearing sunglasses. I know you said last episode to track that. Yep. Uh, I know you already mentioned it this episode, but this is where it showed up in my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um and this is Al went into his request bit yes. that we saw the other night and the request uh, portion of the show indeed. And uh Jim was chosen again. And wow, he, what are the chances? I know. That's, this is or someone who's tracking this Jim should, should track to
0: see when Al asked, gets the
1: request portion should see who he chooses. Yeah. It'd be if interesting it, to see if, if, if he ever uh, chooses like uh, Bermuda or yeah. anyone else or, or someone actually in the audience. Uh but uh Jim chose When I was your age Nice And um, uh, I didn't write anything down For When I was your age sorry, sorry. I mean We've seen this one Was yeah. this the third time We saw it This tour Well
0: we've seen this one A couple of times Yeah at least So the I wrote down a couple of things I really enjoyed The red lighting You know That was going on In this song I uh, I enjoyed uh, They have like a Like a fog machine Sort of That comes on Occasionally Throughout the, the Evening And and I like the fog effect and the uh, purple lighting as well in this particular song. Uh, up until this point, this was, and this is tracking it, and hopefully I'll remember to tell you what my favorite is. This was, up to this point, my favorite of the night. Oh. Of the night so far.
1: We did not hear this the first night, but we did hear this uh, the in previous Albany. show in okay. Albany. Um, yeah, I liked it, but up until this point, my favorite song was I Remember Larry. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. And I don't know what my favorite song is, so if if we get there, I'll tell you okay <laughs> don't, don't track mine um someone yelled out "I love you, al and he said "I, I love that. you too <laughs> but that was not my uh my resident heckler behind no. me okay um what did, what did he say this was like a it was this is the most nineties yeah, song ever as this, soon this as song came out that, in the nineties and this is the <laughs> most nineties
0: song ever that was. I guessed it as soon as I said that. On <laughs>
1: <laughs> And, um, yeah, it was My Baby's in Love yeah. with Eddie Vedder. Again, another really long song title I had to tweet out. <laughs> I love this song, you know.
0: I, I do just, too. It's, it's, I think it's probably, uh, well, it definitely was performed on, um, was it Mandatory Fun, right? No, Running no. With Scissors. What am I talking about? <laughs> 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 it was definitely performed on Running With Scissors, uh, I actually I liked liked hearing it then, and I'm glad it came back. Glad we got to hear that song again. I'm very happy to hear this song. I'm very ha- glad. Yeah. We did it. And he said, "Oh, by the way, I guess I should also another hint that he gave before he told us what the song was. It's the only song ever about um, the lead singer of Pearl Jam.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Vedder. And this song was on the um, the first Vanity Tour. Yeah. Um, it was." During this song that I think Steve noticed me in the audience because <laughs> I was sitting like right, you know, in front of him and I've, I'm wearing my, you know, uh, patent-pending 2000-inch hat. <laughs> and uh, so Steve uh, noticed me and he smiled and nodded at nice. me. And, um And uh, noted that this was a, a great song because it was so accordion heavy. Um, mm-hmm. It was just, it, probably the the heaviest accordion song on the tour so far. <laughs> so yeah. much really good accordion. And um, after this song, the guy behind me said, that's Al Yankovic again. Again?
0: So, okay. Uh, again. Nice. I know. Tracking how many times he says that's Al Yankovic. <laughs> I stopped at one point. Okay, <laughs> there, So I'll put down his accordion after this song. And he said about 20 years ago, he wanted to see if he could write a, so- uh, a song with the song lyrics were all palindromes. He started writing that, and then he basically realized he had written a Bob Dylan song.
1: <laughs> yes. I <laughs> uh, feel
0: correct. like I've heard that story before. He's told that story. He's He's told story. That before. It's, story. It, it's,
1: it's great. And, uh, it and over well.
0: Yes. Bob,
1: he took out his harmonica for this one. Yeah, it was in a little harmonica case. I yeah. don't know if you uh, have seen that before, but I feel like the first time I saw Bob, it was just the harmonica. But I saw Al unbox it. Unsheath <laughs> this um well, I know. Harmonica. At
0: one point, he had he had a little thing going around his neck to kind of hold the harmonica there when he was this performing. tour. Or no, you, no, previous tour. Yeah, previous yeah, tour. Yeah, this time he just kind of holds it in his hand. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I noticed, I noticed about this one again, great performance, but uh, because of the angle we we were seeing, we could sort of see Owls uh, stomping his feet along to this hmm. song. So I said I wrote violently stomping his feet. I think violently might be a little bit uh, uh maybe, too aggressive. A maybe there were there. ants, Dave. But uh, maybe they... he was stomping his feet. Maybe violently was a little bit uh, too much there.
1: But he was stomping his his feet, or his foot, I guess. <laughs> It was just one foot. It was not both feet. Uh, It was at this point after Bob ended that the guy behind me changed up his thing and he said, that's weird Al Yankovic. Oh. So I think he finally put together that Al Yankovic is weird Al Yankovic. Now I have to ask you though, Ethan, did he use quotes? You know, I I would have expected the nuance of, of his... Uh, delivery to change to imply the quotes, but I did not hear that. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, (laughs) It was also uh, after Bob that um, Steve and Ruben uh, up and left, but there was no mention (laughs) from Al. There was no, uh, uh, you know, Al didn't say anything. Right.
0: And then he said, once every 100 to 150 years, a special person will come along. And he went on
1: and i immediately i turned to dave and i was like oh is this twine ball because i was thinking of uh um francis a johnson, francis a yeah. johnson I was, and uh of course i was wrong and i dave guessed was it right. correctly i said no this is cnr and you were right i was right you were right it was cnr it's cnr and charles um, nelson
0: riley yeah
1: i love that song I gotta say, um,
0: yeah, Al plays the tambourine on this one, and I, you know, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but and I don't know how relevant it is to this podcast, but um, I, there's a a TV channel called Buzzer, which plays like old game shows, like from the I 70s, watch that all 80s. the time. Great channel, I put that on all the time. Yeah, and Match Game that. is on all the time on that channel. Yeah, and Charles Nelson Riley is on that show, and he's hilarious. He's and so I funny. understand why Al <laughs> thinks he is one of the greatest people in the world.
1: Yeah. Charles Nelson Riley is the best. Um yeah, I'm a huge match game fan. I uh, love, love I, I love, love match those Game. Old match games. Um yeah. And uh I I don't know if you do this, Dave, but um, I decided that from now on, starting with this show, I will yell out, giddy up, Gene, at that part of the song. <laughs> I think the audience, I think if you're listening to this and you hear CNR at your show, yell out, giddy up, Gene, with Al. I think that's that's really fun and funny. So um,
0: at this point in the show, I noticed something uh, very interesting, that this song is very heavy on um, on people songs. But what I mean by that is, uh, you know, Larry from I Remember Larry. Mm. uh, Bob, of course, from (laughs) Bob. Uh, My baby. (laughs) Eddie Vedder from My Baby's in Love with Eddie Vedder. And now, CNR.
1: Yeah. And then at least one more. At least one more. (laughs) That will to be determined, uh, unless you already know what was played. (laughs) Um, So, after CNR, then... uh, <laughs> then Al was like, uh "Well, it's time for... Oh, wait! They already left. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> I lose forty percent. Forty percent. I will lose forty percent of my band. And then
1: do you notice that he already had lost? <laughs> it's like, well, that was fast. <laughs> so, um, so Steve came back. Well, no, Steve. Steve no, no, no. Off. Ruben yes. came back. Ruben yeah. came back. Steve stayed, stayed off stage, and John, and John left. left. Uh, and Al, so this is for uh, the, the spreadsheet. Al said that they had their uh, five-minute contractually obligated Wordle break. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the Wordle break. <laughs> the Wordle break. And then Al said that they were a power trio. And um, let's rock. I, I think Dave and I both could have guessed that once it's down to just um, Ruben, Jim, and Al, that we're going to hear, You don't love me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this was,
0: yeah this was so this one i guess i i wrote down this became my new favorite song of the night this one oh. was really good um what i really liked about this one was that this song's a little quieter so you can sort of hear the audience sing along at the same time i heard i heard quite a few people singing along to this song hmm. in the audience I oh thought,
1: i don't like hearing people in the audience no. sing i like like you know for the parts that they're supposed to like during cnr when you say giddy up gene as we all know uh, <laughs> everybody does that of course i i'm i always make sure that i am not because like i i want to sing along to all the songs but i also don't want to be annoying oh. so i just mouth along to all the songs yeah i
0: generally don't sing loud enough to, to yeah. bother other people yeah. but but you know i, I don't because don't think i've, people were I've singing been to shows only, where people obnoxiously are obnoxiously loud i just it just felt like i could hear people enjoying i know song. what you mean yeah <laughs>
1: yeah without being obnoxious yeah. about it um And And then right at the end, like right before the last lyric, Al did a really extended pause. Yeah. And people started like shouting and...
0: (laughs) You don't love
1: me. Long pause. And people started...
0: Woo! Yeah! Woo! (laughs) Anymore. Anymore. (laughs) Um,
1: So then um, Al introduced the next song by talking about... Running into Jonah Hill at the airport. Yes, Heathrow Airport. Yes. He ran into He, <laughs> he Jonah, told that on our podcast, didn't he? He told that story. Or is that one he's told before? He's
0: told that before, yes. Okay, okay. He, he ran into Jonah Hill at the Heathrow Airport. Um and he said, I just wrote a song about you and you're in it. I just wrote a song and you're in it.
1: And Jonah said, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. If, if the song... Al wrote a song and I was in it, I would say a lot more than just cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. I probably would just say cool. 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 What font would you say cool in? <laughs> Good dog, cool font. <laughs> Eight points. Um, th- during this uh, rendition of Lame Claim to Fame, I noticed, since this is the first show I got to see Ruben, the Ruben was playing the cowbell. For I wrote the... the
0: same thing down. This is the first time I noticed that
1: <laughs> Ruben plays the
0: cowbell in this song. I did not notice that. I just... I thought it was either. I Bermuda was, was yeah. playing it, or it was just a track or something. I yeah. never realized that that Ruben knew how to play the cowbell.
1: I guess it's not. I I don't know. I yeah. don't play the cowbell. He, we got to give Ruben some more credit, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> cowbell's not maybe not super complicated <laughs> considering his skill level. Um, but uh, yeah, he he killed it. I didn't know. Was, I didn't know. Was he play, I didn't know he played the cowbell on that. Yeah, like, it was really for great as much
0: as I've seen. Lame claim to fame.
1: Yeah, and that's such a. You know, you need the cowbell. It's such an important part it is. of the song. It is, uh, And he did a great job. Um, All right, so Weird Al
0: picked up the accordion again. And, uh...
1: Yeah, this is, um... They went into, um... You know, trying to get the audience to clap along. You know, like, optionally, you can clap to this song. Yep. And, um... Everyone was offbeat. I, I think I talked about when when we saw this in Poughkeepsie. I, I like I tried to clap, and then everyone was just so far off that I just gave up. And uh, so Al's like, "Oh, I'll give you guys a second chance." And uh, they started over, and he's like, "Oh, it's the same. You guys yeah. are all he, offbeat." Well, actually, yeah, he actually he actually referenced Poughkeepsie. He said, "The people in Poughkeepsie were
0: offbeat. Let's see if you can do better." And then he's like, yeah, "About the same."
1: <laughs> I didn't catch the uh, Poughkeepsie reference. Yes. I love that. Um,
0: the interesting thing I noted about this uh, particular performance of Skipper Dan, I guess we should mention, okay, um, was that Ruben was playing a different instrument besides the keyboards in this one too. He was playing the maracas. Yes,
1: but he was also playing the keyboard. Oh, yeah. But and did you notice Ruben's mistake? I did not notice. I miss- so you know how it. You know how during it the song. And I, I uh, let me try, where it goes like da 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 da. Wee you, you know those like yeah. wee you parts. The first two in the song was not that. It was like a a grand piano or something, and Ruben like you could tell he he like he was like trying to find the right setting. So after the first two of those, he fixed it, and I could see on his face that he was like kind of laughing that he had it in the wrong setting. Ah, um, I did not catch that. Good yeah, catch. It, yeah, I just I happened to be like paying attention to the right thing at the right time to catch that. Uh, and I also did write down that at one point, um, or somewhere in the song, Ruben is playing maracas and, um, Jim was, uh, I mentioned, I saw, you know, Steve smiling a lot earlier in the show. Uh, Jim seemed to really enjoy this song and he, he was smiling throughout the whole song. So, you know, how how fun is it to just be 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 sitting there, you're just, you're having fun in the audience, and then you're looking up on stage, and everyone's just enjoying what they're doing and having fun. It doesn't get better than that. Um, And UH Jeff had told us back in Poughkeepsie that Al skipped the line, somebody shoot me, but Al sang that tonight. So Interesting. Either Jeff misheard it the first night, Al messed something up the first night. Um, or Al changed his mind <laughs> about, I about to say it. <laughs> skipping it. So I don't know. Um, but I just, I wrote that down because that was something I, I was uh, listening for.
0: All right. Next song up. He said he wrote a song about moving to a new place, uh, about a Jamaican immigrant knew immediately it had to be buy me a con. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, and again,
0: love, love the Calypso feel of this song. <laughs> I really, really like this new arrangement. Uh, very nice, and I love the. Uh, I thought there was actually, there's sort of this, like this fun lighting effect going on. Did you catch that? Like this little, like, I don't even know what it was. It was like these, not even quite triangles, but sort of triangly
1: like things that, that were going on in the lights. I don't know if, if this is worth bringing up. <laughs> in real time, <laughs> what do you think? No, let's let's we'll get through it. this. It's already three o'clock okay, in the okay, morning. Okay. Um, so then Al said, uh, "As as you probably already know, there's 240 days left until Christmas." Uh, and he said, oh, "Do I hear sleigh bills? And as soon as he said that, then they started playing the yeah. sleigh bills. and uh, they went into Christmas at Ground Zero. Yeah, Christmas at Ground Zero, and. Ooh,
0: this 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 is my favorite song of the night. By you, far. you
1: say that every time, Dave. No, but every... this is it. This is it. Okay, okay. This is it. This okay. is
0: my favorite song of the night. <laughs> this one you can put down in the spreadsheet, and you can leave it in the spreadsheet.
1: Okay. And this is all it. right.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> trust. No, it's true. All right. Because during this song, I mean, I thought that I thought it was a great and great uh, version of Christmas at Ground Zero. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then it also struck me a little bit that I was looking a little bit at Ruben and Jim and, you know, and just kind of like, you know, they're serious musicians, and but they're up on stage playing this Christmas song with funny lyrics. It just struck me as uh, interesting. <laughs> like, like, and, and they're doing it, you know, um, like they've been doing it for years, you know, and this, they enjoy it. Like, so it's really cool. I, yeah. I didn't explain that properly, but. I really enjoyed that moment that I had to myself there. So Christmas at Ground Zero, (laughs) favorite song, write it down, put it in Uh, an erasable
1: link. After Christmas at Ground Zero, um, Al, um, he uh, promoted that that Jim has a new album out uh, called, uh, I don't know if Al said it right, but he got Jim to say it, and Jim, (laughs) I wrote down how Jim said it. Jim said, Lana Huli, and I don't know if that's how we've said it on the podcast or not. Um, And uh, so Al Al was sort of like, you know, uh, pumping up Jim and stuff. He's like, Jim, I'd really like it if you could play something not off the album, (laughs) off that album. This is my show. Play one of my songs instead. Yeah. That was (laughs) funny, It was so funny. (laughs) Maybe one of these days we'll actually get to hear one of Jim's Hawaiian music (laughs) songs on stage. Um, And uh, good old days. Good old days. Good old days. And (laughs) add this to the spreadsheet yet again. I see Al playing the bongos, but I don't hear any bongos. So I don't know if he's just. Do you hear bongos? I hear bongos. All right. What the hell you're listening to? I don't know either. Wow. All right. I spent the whole song trying to hear bongos. bongos. (laughs) I heard no bongos. He's definitely playing the bongos. He's playing them. I I don't doubt that he's playing them. I just doubt that the. Maybe they need to uh,
0: bump up the bongo microphone or whatever.
1: (laughs) Or Al needs to hit it harder. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but you're hearing it, so maybe I, I, just, I heard it. I don't maybe know. I can't uh, differentiate. Get some cute tips. Um, okay, so now, now, now comes the uh, what everyone's waiting for. Everyone wants to hear how was Dare to Be Stupid introduced, because <laughs> the <laughs> so next they, song was Dare right. to Be Stupid. So there's a movie. So he said there's a movie coming
0: out later. You know, he's got a movie coming out later this year. You know, and he he basically went through that spiel again. How you know, if everyone knows, I met Bermuda, but you know, I get to go into how I meet. Um,
1: well, well he said it a little differently tonight because he said, "In he, uh, you know, he said he uh, after this show when he goes to his dressing room he expects to have a new edit of the film yep. to to watch." That was exciting, and uh, and then he said that. Um, so that's really cool that there's already an edit yeah. of the film. They just wrapped production like what a month like, and a half in, ago. In the I don't February, even, yeah. in the February. Or so or it's incredible. Um, everything's moving so fast. Yet. It, <laughs> Too slow. We too want slow. to see the movie. We want to see it. Um, and he said that unfortunately, um, the this scene in the movie was edited out where he met yeah. uh, Jim and Steve. Yep. He said he was um, flying in Billings, Montana. Billings. He was, he was going through
0: Billings, Montana, and he had a connecting flight, and somehow it was oversold, so he had to spend the evening in in the airport local airport Holiday Inn. Yes. And a sleazy lounge.
1: Uh yes, and I don't know why. Spoiler alert! (laughs)
0: Yeah, spoiler alert. Well, basically, then he said, "Uh, oh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert!" I walked in. I heard some music. Spoiler alert! alert, Jim and Steve, you know, we're we're performing the music.
1: Um, (laughs) Something. Jeez, I can't read my writing here. But yes, so they, you know, same kind of story, different different intro. Uh, I
0: started weeping.
1: That's what I wrote. I don't know if that's true.
0: But he started, and I had to uh, realize that I had to work with these guys for 40, 50, or 60 years.
1: <laughs> well, so Al Al called it a sleazy lounge. So I wrote down that I, I think we should call Dare to be Stupid in this fashion the sleazy lounge version. See, when I tweeted it out, I tweeted it out as the
0: local airport holiday inn version.
1: <laughs> well, there's many different opportunities. Um, uh, this was really interesting, though. So um, they start playing the song, and right before they start, Jim's sort of like kind of waving to Al like to indicate, yes. like, I'm not ready. But then Al didn't see him, and, you know um started doing the song and uh um Jim like picked up the guitar but then they abruptly stopped yes. and um I'll say something like, well, it would be nice if we could do this in the right key. Right. <laughs>
0: and they're kind of afraid. They said, well, I guess we're just going to need to do like a bass solo. Yes. And Steve so did a, a great stall bass for solo. for Time. They did the bass solo. And Steve did another like
1: authentic bass solo. Yes. Like it wasn't a joke. Wasn't bass it wasn't just, solo. Yeah. It, was, it was a it was legitimate really good. bass solo. Uh, but I, you know, because Dare to Be Stupid was started. Right. And it was in the wrong key. I think that counts as a separate song. So I think really the 16th song was, you know, the sleazy lounge version of (laughs) Dare to be Stupid in the wrong key. Yeah. Uh, then there was the bass solo, and then it was yep. Sleazy Lounge version of Dare to Be Stupid in the correct key. Right, how I <laughs> right how I handled that
0: on um, my I, I was tw- again tweeting out. Do you tweet um, out
1: the solos? I tweet out the solos. I do. Okay. I don't I just, look because I'm sitting yeah, I, right, in the same show. Right, <laughs> you, right,
0: you shouldn't be looking. You should be paying attention yeah. to the show. So yeah, I know what's happening. I don't need to <laughs> check your Twitter, Dave. So um, again, I tweet I tweet everything on my personal account, Elvis Arama on Twitter and
1: uh yeah and and we do that to keep spoilers off off
0: the 2000 inch account um and also because i've been doing it on that account for since before the uh we we podcast together um so people that they know want to see that they know where to look uh so i tweeted it out as dare to be stupid local airport holiday inversion then i tweeted bass solo then i tweeted Dare to be stupid, local airport holiday inversion so that was not a mistake
1: for those following <laughs> along,
0: although you probably know that by now by the time this episode gets out there, but that was not a mistake that was intentional to list that song twice in the in the set list. so I agree with you that was a that should be listed as two separate entries in uh,
1: <laughs> in, in anybody tracking yes this, this yes. Uh, sort of um, set list and more well, I guess we can just jump ahead now um since it's relevant. Um so Johnny O'Hearn was doing the VIP tonight. So I ran over to him and I was like, Johnny, ask Al <laughs> what does he call this version of Dare to Be Stupid? Because uh Brad Hebert had asked me, like, hey, if you get to talk to Al, ask him. So um uh sent Johnny in and uh he reported back here. I uh where did I write it down? I have it down. The lounge slash cha cha version. Yes. So the lounge cha-cha version or just lounge version is what al is personally re- referring to it lounge as lounge slash cha-cha version yes um
0: so there we go we have an official name for dare to be stupid lounge in this tour, slash yes. cha-cha version and they do end the song by saying cha-cha-cha so yeah that makes
1: sense um
0: and and i don't know what i may still tweet it out with uh I mean, I know the official name. I may still tweet it out with uh, the version of whatever he says, just because I think it's kind it's of fun funny. to track yeah. to track. Because so far, every story he's told, it's been a different, a different, totally yeah. different
1: story. Yeah, I wonder if he'll repeat. it. First time was the go... Ramada in in <laughs> uh, Tampa.
0: Next time was the uh, sleazy you casino, know, casino ones, outside yeah. of Las Vegas, and this time it was the uh, local airport holiday Inn in in uh, Billings, Montana.
1: So. So I want to point out... Um, I think it's kind of fun to track that. I, um, I, I made up for um, my mistake yes, in Albany. I was watching for you that. Were, I knew you were watching. I was paying extra close attention so I wouldn't make the same mistake. I raised my left hand for, uh, can I have a volunteer? And not only did I raise my hand, I waved it around <laughs> um to really um really
0: emphasize emphasize how, how how much you wanted to volunteer yes. and how, how sorry you were for missing yes it
1: on the last show and i realized why i may have missed it in albany it's because it's right that part and the song comes right when al starts playing the cowbell and it's really fun to watch al play the cowbell so i probably was just mesmerized mm. in albany um but now i'll know that when the cowbell comes out i got to get my hand and or hands warmed up because as you said as i mentioned i will perhaps switch up which hand or hands mm-hmm. i raise and you were going to raise your hand both
0: hands at one point to make up for the one you missed
1: right i uh i did not do that tonight okay um, so you still owe us a hand i still yes but i did wave it around so that that, brings, that, that brings me closer to nope. making up but it's not it's not made up it does not make it up you still owe us a hand raise Maybe I can do this is, uh, maybe I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> that works very well on an audio. Yeah, that, podcast. that was a joke just for Dave. <laughs> you can, if you can correctly guess what I did with my hand and/or hands, um, we'll give you the new sticker. I remember, this is a PG podcast. <laughs> yes, nothing offensive, family friendly. Um. Uh. So then we went into... Yeah, I said um, he was
0: almost at the end of the show, and he wanted to mellow and slow th- mel
1: things out and slow things down. <laughs> to which, uh, you know, the loud banging uh, Bermuda drums came in, <laughs> and Al looked all shocked, and we got to hear Albuquerque. I yeah, did... the,
0: the very slow, mellow version of Albuquerque. Jeez.
1: <laughs> there was uh, no. there was a lot um, I wrote. Well, not... There was a couple things I wrote down. Yeah. The first one is a um, Al stumbled on a lyric. Sorry oh. to report on that, Al. I've missed that one. What um, lyric was that? When Al was saying um, there, they ran out of Dr Pepper and salted peanuts. He started to say salt for instead of pepper, so he said Dr Sa- Pe- Pepper. Oh, yeah. You know what? I
0: do. I do actually remember hearing that. I just didn't write it down.
1: Um, there's a lot of. Um, uh, stage fog this this show yes and uh, at that one was point funny. Al like, was trying to like clear it from his face Yeah. very comedic yes. fashion it was funny and we should
0: mention too that uh, that uh, during the line where he he uh, mentions the hermaphrodite
1: uh, he did again stop and apologize he did say yeah. I apologize you know, he yeah. went through his routine he, he, he went, went through the same thing so same I, I don't think we need to track that anymore I think that's just well, that's we can well, bring it up if it yeah if it if it changes. I think I'll mention it, but I don't think I'm going to write that down again unless it's different. I think that's just this tour version. Um, We'll see if I write that down. We'll see. But he did. I did want to. (laughs) point to track whether Dave writes it down or not. (laughs) You
0: can. Another thing to track. (laughs) I I did did want to point out that he did say, "I apologize." I just thought that was important. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know he he apologized.
1: Yeah. He apologized, but you know he said the same kind of. Explanation and, and everything yeah, is it's pretty, pretty much the same almost method. word for word. Um, all right, so, so
0: Ethan, I know uh, on the last episode you were writing down all the different types of donuts because you wanted somebody to track that.
1: Did you happen to to track the did you happen to catch I, I, all the donuts this time? Every single donut, even right. the ones that are um normally in the song. All right, let's and, hear that. Uh, so, Dave, I want you to count because I'm I think we should track how many donuts are mentioned. As well as any new ones that get mentioned. So if you can count as I read... Well, I can um, count. I know how to count. Okay. Glazed jelly, Bavarian cream fill, cinnamon rolls, apple fritters, French crawler, uh, blueberry, strawberry, raspberry, boysenberry, blackberry... Wait, crab. you're going too fast. Will you just slow down. <laughs> Start over again. Glazed jelly. <laughs> I'm going to write this down. Glazed jelly. I have it written down right here. No. Go. You don't have to write down. I said, Just look at my paper. <laughs> I'm not starting over, Dave. (laughs) Start over. Glazed jelly (laughs) donut, Bavarian cream-filled donut, cinnamon rolls, apple fritters, French crawlers, blueberry, strawberry, raspberry, boysenberry, blackberry, cranberry, huckleberry, elderberry, uh, and then I ran out of room and I just flipped my paper upside down. (laughs) Mulberry, gooseberry, lingonberry, loganberry, gojiberry, merryberry, Hollyberry, then a new one, chuck berry, Yep. old-fashioned maple bars, bear claws. <laughs> I can just count them. I just thought you could handle that, Dave. Dave's Dave wrote a, a mark. 25. 25 uh, donuts. 25 donuts. Al, you're too short. Let's get up to 27. Maybe he's working up to 27. That's, that's he true. He doesn't want to just... Twenty-seven. Um, <laughs> we don't the
0: new one, of course. I guess this this time around was the Chuck Berry donut. The Chuck Berry. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> um,
1: so then, uh, for for Zelda talking to him, um, I don't think it was different, but I did hear it more clearly this time. Sweetie pumpkin, honey muffin, sugar pickle. Yeah, sugar pickle, chipple uh, pipple. Shipple. Uh, yeah, whatever said I said shig- was wrong. Chipple pipple. Um, and then pickle. when Al got to the the um, the forgetting part. He uh you know, he's like, Oh, it's the first week of the tour, you know. Yes. <laughs> and uh that he had a brain fart. And um <laughs> I loved again
0: again, I don't know if you if you looked at him, but uh Steve and Jim were were, were freaking out again about you know, him having to start over. And Jim kinda <laughs> or, well, Jim gave him a dirty look, but Steve kinda did this little like uh, like, like <laughs> that's like, awesome. Like, uh, I, <laughs> Again, that was more visual thing than it was an audio thing. But uh, he kind of just
1: really the a funny moment there. Yeah, and Al Metz, of course, he had a brain fart. And uh, for the last Albuquerque, Al really extended the uh, like uh, beyond. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I was jumping up on stage at the end of the song. Uh, got caught up here. I'm wondering if, if you caught this. Um, so we had a... Um, The same kind of encore situation. Did you see Steve? He sat down somewhere on the stage. Did you write that down or catch that? No, uh, I I was watching them. I did see Steve sit down. So what happened (laughs) was Steve sat down, but he ended up sitting right on um, either right on or like right near the smoke machine oh. so it looked like he was farting oh, and i no. think al said something to him because steve looked down and started laughing and then got up so yeah really so basically yeah so at one point they were all uh in the corner kind of like like
0: looking at something on somebody's phone or something to that effect they were
1: yeah and they could have been they could have been joking around but yeah i saw bermuda come over with his phone and yeah uh, yeah, it was just It's funny to watch them it, They're just doing silly stuff Yeah, just time. having fun stuff
0: on stage While uh, the um, audience is going crazy Trying to get them to come out for an encore Where they're already on stage right.
1: <laughs> And then we got um, another solo Yeah, the drum solo
0: And it was uh, my drum solo and yeah. You know what? I may have forgotten to tweet that out I don't think I tweeted that
1: out Oh no, well this is a, 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 a 5 centimeter exclusive here uh but yeah so it's it's um instead of Bermuda just hitting you know one pedal or or one <laughs> drum he uh he plays um, he plays the uh, my Bologna. my Bologna and... He and my drum solo,
0: solo. <laughs> oh, going to make it up to people for not tweeting anything. so then um
1: so then they went into the uh cover song of the night and <laughs> I don't Dave, I, I don't know about you. I had no idea what the, I didn't know what this song was. I did not know what this
0: song was. And um I mean I heard the lyrics you know talking about not fade away and then something about It uh, sounded
1: familiar but was, I had no idea and then yeah I started like trying to google the lyrics and I I got like some Black Sabbath song which no, it certainly was, was not, not a Black, Black Sabbath no. song. <laughs> Indeed uh but during this song, I noticed that Steve's sunglasses were no longer on. So I don't know if he took them off for this song or what, but um, I don't know how you not- notate that in the spreadsheet, but Steve's sunglasses were on at the beginning of the show and off by the end of the show. Um, so the,
0: So the lyric that got me the lyric that got me to finally find this song was, "My love is bigger than a Cadillac. my love won't fade away." that's what i typed into google that brought me to uh a song called not fade away which is what i tweeted out and the the version that came up was um song by florence plus the machine which is (laughs) florence Florence. i guess florence and the machine uh says the song came out in 2011 and there's some in an english indie rock band So that's what I tweeted out. And I got the song... So I did not tweet out the artist. I never tweet out the artist. I just tweet out the song title. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Not Fade Away is correct. I was off on the artist and my notes, which nobody would have known
1: if I didn't point that out right now. You shouldn't have, Dave. Um, But uh, Johnny pointed out to me after the show that uh, on the first Vanity Tour, it was just Not Fade Away by Buddy Holly. Uh, But we did get uh, to take a peek at the... Uh, set list and it was written as not fade away buddy holly slash the knack interesting so i gonna have to do
0: a little more research about this song uh i'm not i wasn't familiar with it before he played it i mean i guess it had been played on the previous tour right vanity tour but i just yeah i'm not
1: i'm not familiar with the buddy holly or the knack
0: version so i definitely have to check this song out so i guess uh If Al's purpose of doing these cover songs is to, not only to do popular songs, but to introduce, maybe this is a popular song, I guess it's been covered by several other bands, but I had never heard it before. Um, It brought this to my attention, I'm going to have to do some research on it,
1: and I enjoyed it, enjoyed it, I thought it was a good song. Um, Then we went into the medley. Which, the unplugged medley, which was uh, the same as, as it has been the last two nights. Yep. Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and Yoda Chant. Yep. And I didn't notice anything different than the Yoda Chant. Um, but what I did notice is, you know, we, we've talked about how when Yoda starts, it's kind of unplugged, but then it yep. turns into the regular Yoda song. I noticed the lighting effects um, turn fully green once it turns into the full regular Yoda song. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Cool.
0: And that, um, that was the last song. The last song. I got a standing ovation. Well deserved. Um, twice. Twice. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was a great show. We, yeah, we, uh, yeah, it was a great show. It really was. It was a great show. Great seats. Wonderful seats. Awesome seats. Great venue. Great great view. Great venue. Great view. Uh, so, so normally, <laughs> this is where our evening basically ends. You know, we say goodbye to a few people, hang out, but we actually ended up getting quite a treat yeah. at the end of the show. Yes. So you know, we you know we didn't get to. St- oh, I, I I left the venue pretty quickly. I, you stayed back for a couple minutes, I guess.
1: I was chatting with uh, with Johnny okay. for a little bit, and um, yeah. I, I guess that's what I was doing. I don't know. And I guess I was talking to Alexis and, and Jacinta and uh, was walking with them and, and didn't know where you were. So I figured <laughs> you were in the lobby somewhere. Yeah, I was in the lobby.
0: We eventually got uh, asked to leave the lobby, politely, asked to leave the yeah, lobby. I mean, they got to clear people out. And, and then so we went out and we were just
1: standing out in front and... Uh, they got to clear people out, but we're not being malicious. We just have fun talking to our yeah. friends. So. so, you know, a big big crowd. You know, Jackie, you know,
0: Steve, Sky, you, me, um, Florian, Jacinta, Alexis, Jeremy. We're all hanging out outside, just yep. kind of chatting around, and uh, it started and, to dwindle a little. Yeah, dwindle. Florian, Florian, uh, this was his last of this batch of shows. He's yeah. coming back. Uh, He's coming back uh, to see some of the shows in Florida in October. Oh, cool. And uh, then he will – or I guess August. I'm not sure when the Florida shows are. Uh, he's coming back to see the Florida shows, and then he's also coming back for Carnegie Hall. So we will get nice. – we won't see him in Florida,
1: but we will get to see him again in Carnegie Hall. And not because we're avoiding him in Florida, but because we're not going <laughs> to go to Florida. We're not going to Florida. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. So that was – it was cool to talk to him a little bit. And, um, you know, we're all – um, Spe- speculating on whether or not there might be a European tour yeah there's been a, a couple things tour. that have kind of popped up here and there um, hinting towards that so uh, no official news yet um, but it, I mean if they went to Europe uh, or Japan we were joking around it would that. Love It'd be go. funny yeah. that uh, that Al goes over to to Europe or
0: Japan <laughs> and he looks out in the audience <laughs> and it's all, all of us from the United States <laughs> all <and> the same <laughs> people he sees, <laughs> he sees in the, in the US <laughs>
1: Uh, that would be really funny. <laughs> and uh yeah, so uh, I guess I, we were just about getting ready oh, to leave. Oh, let me oh. let me mention real quick. So Sky had um these jelly beans. Oh, that's right. Taco <laughs> taco truck jelly beans. Taco truck jelly beans. They were beef taco flavor, guacamole, like uh salsa and um they were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were horrible. Yeah, there was actually one flavor that was passable,
0: and I can't remember what it was. Horchata. Some cin- horchata. It was Hor- some cinnamon drink or something. Good. And then margarita was actually... I enjoyed that yeah, one. Yeah, it was just kind it of was a limey a sweet, Limey, sweet flavor. But, like, but yeah, uh, it was like... Guacamole
1: puts, tasted like who put, boogers. Who puts, uh, like, beef beef tacos into jelly bean flavor? And Sky <laughs> is a vegetarian. She swore that they were vegetarian. So I did try beef taco, and it definitely has the flavoring that you'd expect from beef. It was beef. awful. It was very it weird it was not you don't a, want
0: sweet beef flavored it was not, it was not a good beef <laughs> taco was not good but
1: we, we all had some fun we were just kind of like trying those and joking around and then all of a sudden steve showed up uh he popped out with um with this guy in this cool like red leather jacket and um i was chatting with steve for a little bit and i kind of missed out but you so steve came over and yeah. uh
0: and he um, was talking with his friend and uh Steve said, "Oh, you guys see something?" And then uh, Steve asked me to show his friend uh, the, my tattoo. Of Steve, you know, so I started showing off my tattoos. <laughs> and a small crowd gather around. I a tattoos, of course, of the entire band on my ankles. Uh, Steve, I show Jim. I show uh, I show uh, Bermuda and Al. You know, and and this gentleman is his wow, that's like you know, hardcore. How do you, how do you know this? You know, what happens if the band breaks? I'm like, they've been together for 40 years. I mean, <laughs> and how long have you had the tattoo? Right, is it? <laughs> so, Steve was excited to get to show off, you know, my tattoos to this gentleman, and then he introduces it. Why didn't Steve leave with this? He says, Oh, by the way, Dave, this is Corey Pesaturo, he is uh. A world champion accordion, three-time world champion accordion. I'm like, what the heck? And this gentleman is carrying a bag, like a bag. I thought it was a gym bag at first, but like his huge bag. And I realized he's now carrying an accordion yeah, case. Yeah, because anytime
1: I've seen an accordion case, it looks like the one that Bermuda would bang you know, it's, on. It's like, it's like a. But this was like a really like sleek, you know, um, you know, form factor kind of case. And uh yeah, I, I guess I, I I was like busy talking to Jacinta and, and and Jeremy. I don't know what was going on. So I start talking to, them and immediately as soon as uh, Steve says the name,
0: now Sk- Sky plays accordion. She's not like a professional accordion player. I think she she's, not a fun, right? yeah, she's not a world champion. Yeah, not a world champion. National, three time national champion. No, but uh, so she she immediately recognizes this gentleman. And they start nerding out about accordions and and going on for several minutes and. And uh, he was having a lot of fun talking to her about accordions and stuff. Turns out he's like this... This Roland music artist, and he's just like he like <laughs> he turns like a world record for playing like the longest accordion, something like thirty one hours straight <laughs> on accordion. And just, he's he's, just yeah he's a just, talent. Like, very and unassumingly
1: so, whips out his accordion. So at
0: one point because you want to see the accordion, so
1: he he opens up the accordion, and of course and, a bunch of Weird Al fans, we want to see a guy play accordion. So he, he let he, alone he, he, the he, world champion. He takes out the accordion and he shows,
0: and his accordion is is this gorgeous. Accordion. Accordion, it's like this it red must have accordion, been midi or something. Well, it, there was yeah, it was like an electronic electric uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, there was electric accordion, and uh and it's just it's it's got this. He said it's got like this wrap on. It's the only one he knows of that actually has like a wrap on. it People paint their accordions, but he had like a professional wrap put on, like you put a wrap on a car, you know that kind of thing. Right, and yeah, it was like flames and it was like flames. It was it was awesome. It was so working. cool, yeah. It's like his red accordion, and you know, he's he held it up and he, took a picture of it. And then he went to go put it back and, and I think it was Steve said, well, Why don't you just play them something on it? And at that point, um, he's he's like, Sure. So he started playing and I kid you not, he played thirty minutes
1: straight. He was taking requests. <laughs> yes. Well he was he, he wanted like obscure requests. Yes. So he's like, Steve, give me an obscure type of, you know, music and Steve would say something that I couldn't even repeat back to you because I've no idea what he said and this Incredible uh, guy just started playing it, and at one point he was playing the Super Mario theme. Yeah, he's playing Super Mario theme. <laughs> he's playing
0: like just all like they play some Zelda music and things like that. And he was just like, you'd te- you'd give him something, and he would just start randomly playing. You know, like well, well playing these songs. And I, I I'm not, I'm not joking. He. Perform for thirty minutes because I
1: it was, I was incredible. I was we videoing. were just like because it was it was so mesmerized. We, yeah, we, my video is thirty minutes It was incredible. <laughs> uh, just it was so incredible that we just went from like trying these disgusting jelly beans to hanging out with Steve, watching this incredible world Corey record. Corey Pesaturo, P E S A T U R L, magician, musician. Yeah, <laughs> <Sorry>. not magician. <laughs>
0: you got to check I mean, him was, out. He, he was, was his fingers were magic. I mean. It and his just, accordion was so cool at one point I guess he's like oh I guess I should tell you my accordion lights up
1: yeah okay. <laughs> like, like about halfway through and he we're pulls like pulls out like a like, 9 oh. volt battery and, and he, plugs he just like it plugs in.
0: it in and he's and like now his accordion is like doing like all these like fancy light show as he's playing <laughs> oh my god it, it was so
1: cool he was so cool it was it's like, and he's just, such a generous guy to just like play for us for 30 minutes and, and I realize
0: and and it is like 30 degrees outside at this point and oh, like it was chilly my, out. Like Yeah, he's like he's like my hands are freezing but I don't care I'm keep playing you know <laughs> incredible three-time world champion accordionist uh and uh he actually he brought the accordion I guess he was was hoping to get Al to sign it uh but I guess due to the, the fact that Al can only sign the posters um he 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 decided not to uh, have Al sign the or couldn't have Al sign the accordion, but he actually had out of all people he had Mario Andretti, famous uh, Formula One car driver, <laughs> sign it. <laughs> Wait, where was it signed? It was signed on the back. Oh. He showed us Mario Andretti's. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. that. I wasn't. At, yeah, I wasn't you weren't paying there at that point. Yeah. But he he uh, had signed Mario Andretti, uh, so and he's like, hey, "I'm friends with Mario Andretti and stuff." It was really <laughs> funny. Um, wow. And he was like nerding out about like uh, the the car racing and sports. He's a big sports guy too, and uh, is very. We had a great conversation with him before he started playing the accordion, and then he started playing the accordion. Wonderful guys, nice (laughs) impromptu
1: thirty minute concert by Corey Pescatoro. Well, Steve was just loving it the whole time. We were all as much as we were loving and dancing. Steve at one point was I got to show my son Miles, (laughs) so he runs off to find his phone. I guess back on the tour bus. And he comes back, and he's like, uh, "I guess his son Miles is in a band that's touring in France right now." So he like Facetimed and was like showing him. uh, It was it was so cool, and you know, different people like people who worked at the venue and security guards and JW and other members of the crew were just Just popping out and and just enjoying it, enjoying the music. It was because it's like you know the the joke is like, oh, you you know, someone's playing accordion. Ah, plug your ears, but. <laughs> like, this is the absolute, no, like, one of the greatest, it. if not the greatest accordion player in the world, based yes. on these championships he's won uh, playing accordion for free. Like, these people were just coming yeah. out and, just, and like, enjoying it and just having fun it. and, like, encouraging us to, like, to, like yeah, like, usually security it. would come out and be like, all right, you got to leave the front of the venue. Yeah. But no, they came out and were, like, toe tapping <laughs> with us. It was so cool. So, um, yeah, so it was just what a awesome night you know it was really fun to you know hang out with steve and, and the others and we just <laughs> we had our own like concert after party it was oh it was so, incredible the so concert fun. after
0: party was awesome it was incredible it was great you know we were hanging out like the big group of us hanging out and with a
1: awesome accordion player and it was awesome and it was a great way to end the evening it was it really was you know what a what a great um way to end it and then we drove our 30 30 minutes minutes back <laughs> and now it is 3 30 in the morning and we're just we're about to wrap done wrap this up. recording our very short concert <laughs> review uh,
0: another hour and a half one for you guys all right so uh
1: i think that's uh i think that's it
0: uh so it's where are you off to tomorrow, Ethan? Is the Ethan-only show tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I've got two Ethan-onlys in a row. Uh, tomorrow I drive five-plus hours Ooh. up to Orono, Maine. Um, and then the next day I go down to Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. And then uh, then I'm off for a couple days. And then I head to, is it New London, Connecticut? Yeah uh for a third i guess i have three three ethan only so i had three ethan and dave shows and now three ethan only shows yep. in a row so we'll have to figure out maybe i'll bring in some special guests to record with me um but i think we're gonna try and see if we can get uh dave in on them i think it would be fun for you to get to ask me what's going <laughs> on uh what happened to not the knowing what to I I ask you are you gonna be live tweeting well, that's something we have to decide because right, okay. you, you might have to give me access to Elvis Arama, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll tweet it at Ethan Alman. I I do have at Ethan Ullman, but I never tweet anything there. Really, yeah. I right, um, we'll figure that. I mean, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We
0: may, we may... Cause if I it, well I guess I, well you know maybe it'll be more fun for me to go in not knowing what the set list is. That that's true. That's that true. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah so uh that's it thanks for listening again uh this was our review of the zyterion performing arts center in new bedford's massachusetts new bedford massachusetts let me say that correct <laughs> friday april 29th 2022 <laughs> that was dave meathan's 2008 weird al podcast where ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode five cents.
1: my drum solo.